is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Big and Bliss podcast. This is episode 36. We are your boys, Big Mike, and I'm your boy, Blizzy. Um, we're going to start it off with, I, I wouldn't say the elephant in the room, Big, uh, but Damar Hamlin, like, that's kind of big news right now. And, 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 you know, we're recording a little bit later than when he went down with that injury on the field. And, you know, God bless his soul, or not soul, he's not dead, but... um. He's making recovery, like really good recovery from what I've seen and read about. But DeMar Hamlin was, uh, it was he a safety? He was, he was a, <clears throat> a backup safety for, <clears throat> excuse me, another player. And um, in the Bills and Bengals game in the first quarter, he went to tackle Bengals wide receiver, or, 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 or I'm sorry, I think he's a tight end, uh, T. Higgins. Wide receiver. Okay, <clears throat> and when he did, he caught a helmet to his chest. It was a good hit, tackled Higgins, and stood up, looked around, and fell out to the point that they had to bring medical staff on the field, and uh, they ended up having to CPR and resuscitate him and all this other stuff, and the players were visibly upset and it was some stuff that's unprecedented with the NFL. They've never had to deal with something like this before. And ultimately, the game got canceled. But, Big, I mean, you can explain some if you want. Yeah, but like you said, unprecedented. unprecedented. Like, normally they just shove them in the ambulance and drive them off. Like, and next man up kind of thing. Um, but, I mean, at all levels, we've seen kids going to cardiac arrest. I say kids because, I mean, DeMar Hamlin is probably younger than I am. Yeah. At this point, like, um, you see him go into cardiac arrest, like, things have happened, but I don't know if we've ever seen it to this nationally extreme. televised, like... As bad was, as it was, yeah. Yeah, we've seen guys, like, we've seen articles and we've seen stories, like, over the years where guys will collapse in practice or yeah. something like this, but for, like, it to happen on... It was Monday Night Football. Like, yes, you know I'm saying, like, nationally yeah. televised, all that stuff, where those... First responders had to go out there in front of fifty thousand people in the stadium, if plus more, whatever yeah. was on the cameras. Millions on on to run a feet. code is just <clears throat> well, everybody's watching. Literally, the world was watching. Yeah, it felt like. Well, I mean, it was it was probably a lot less until word got around, and then it it, it transpired into the world watching. And you know what? Before we get any farther, let's shout out the uh, the first responders. <laughs> The EMTs that were there, and I and I shared a post from my sister-in-law who's in the, in the medical field uh, the other day, and it said that it was the lowest paid people on that field that made the biggest, you know, um, contribution in saving a life, you yeah. know, and like the, these people, I don't know, they're probably getting paid with their normal wage plus some for being there. It's probably off some duty. overtime. Yeah, usually that's what it is for like for people that I've known like. That are first responders, cops and stuff. Those yeah, kind of events are like overtime. You put in for them and then you get picked for them type of thing. Yeah. Well, that's like when, when David and myself went, we went and saw Post Malone in Las Vegas recently. We were talking about that. We were talking to the officers that were there and I asked them about that. And, you know, you had to be in the force for a while. And and uh, the arena was paying the their salary. Yeah. Even though they were in full uniform for their city. The arena was paying that, and and their city, um, the patrol, whatever the PD, let them do that. Yeah. So, 
Um, but I mean, prayers with Demar. It seems like he's making he a good recovery. I can't say a full recovery because he's still in the hospital. He's still in intensive care, getting treated. But I guess uh, when they had the breathing tube down his throat, when he was still being helped to breathe. Uh, he was squeezing hands, and the doctors gave him a notepad, and he was able to write because he couldn't talk with a breathing tube yeah. down his throat. And this is a few days ago. And the first question he asked is, did we win on Monday? And I guess the doctors, I saw a press conference with the two like high-end doctors, or surgeon, whatever they are, physicians, and they said that they told him, DeMar, like, you won. You won at life. And I'm like, that's crazy because you said Miles Sanders – was a, a, a teammate of his from high school and told him something similar, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it was uh, Miles Sanders was his teammate in high school, and he had said that he was blessed. He all, my, speaking of the first responders, Miles Sanders had said something about he's trying to figure out like who those first responders yeah. were so that he can do something for them. Because like, mm -hmm. he's like, he, he said when he saw it, he was <clears throat> broken up because that's like one of his best friends. His best friends from high school. Like, they yeah. played together. And so, yeah, he's trying to figure out what he can do for those first responders. And and they, they didn't rush out there because that's what they want. They don't want the publicity. Yeah. They don't want all that. But No, not at all. They don't get enough credit. But didn't you also see uh, a post you talked about earlier about other first responders or somebody in higher positions oh, talking yeah, about them? Oh, yeah, they said it was, it was like the <clears throat> fact that the people who like rushed that field to help him, first responder-wise, had like the balls to be able to run that code and everything with all those eyes watching them mm -hmm. is a huge thing. Like a lot of people would have just loaded them in the ambulance and I'd done it from there. Yeah, ran it in the ambulance on the way to the hospital instead of trying to deal with it mm -hmm. right on the scene. And I mean, if you think about it, without the cameras, there's like we said, forty, fifty thousand people watching you do, if not more. Yeah, watching you do what you need to do, CPR, shock is rhythm, whatever they had to do. They, they did use a defibrillator, That's from what I understand, CPR. 50,000 people watching you. Just imagine, like, even for, like, some of us that Working don't. at a supermarket, having 50,000 people watch you do your job is intense. Yeah. It's but intense. Imagine trying to save someone's life while 50,000 people are watching you. And they're, they're, they are the true heroes. And, and you know what we've talked about? I don't know if we've talked about on the podcast, but... Athletes get paid hundreds of millions of dollars. Even even the lowest paid athlete, which Demar might be closer to one of the lower paid he's, athletes. He's on the minimum range. I think I think I saw something that said his salary. His salary for the year was eight hundred and twenty thousand. Which is for us, that's a fucking dream. Especially playing the game you love, and I'm sure yeah. to them too. But even somebody in you know him being a replacement in a sense and making eight hundred thousand a year is way more than what these first responders that saved his life make. The true heroes are the ones in the trenches, you know, the the good police officers, the paramedics, the doctors, the surgeons, and shit like that, uh, firefighters, and they get paid shit compared to what these people get to play. A sport that they love it's their dream it's everybody's dream you know like it, it's crazy but it's nice to see that the true hero shined in this and and helped this this young man you know yeah so it's awesome but um but like i said he he seems to be making a good recovery i guess he's been talking he he did an ig post where he went live with meek mill and another he was uh facetiming and he posted a screenshot and I can't remember who the other guy's name was. It was an older white man. But um, 
I think it was the owner of Fanatics because he posted a screenshot of him, Meek Mill, and this other man, and it said that Fanatics is taking all proceeds of his jersey sales and donating it to his charity or something like that. And I saw that <coughs> earlier, uh, which is which is awesome. And oh, then you saw what you you saw something that Demar said on on social media earlier about coming back stronger. Um. Oh, it was like it was on Yahoo Sports, <laughs> I think, or something, where he talked about. This is going to make him come back even stronger. Yeah, and that's a powerful statement. And then um, I heard for like on TMZ or seen on TMZ that he also has been asking if he can play again or when he can play again, which, I mean, it depends on, obviously, what the physicians say. He might not ever play again or have a limited, more limited role, or hopefully he's going to be there for the next game or at least the playoff games for the Bills to be there yeah. cheering his team on, you know? Yeah, like we said, I I wouldn't... Doubt him being on the sidelines in for the playoffs or if they make it to the Super Bowl, the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. But I don't see him putting on a jersey. So did you? Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, I don't see him putting on a jersey at all. Unless it's his game jersey, then he's in street clothes. Yeah, I'm talking about like he's not suiting up to play. They have to do so much more tests. Probably, and... like. I don't even know if he'll suit up for the be- the beginning of next season. Yeah, they're gonna like, go through how, a lot of stuff. How extensive that was, like yeah. Because to be honest, like if you watch the hit, it's not a hit that would make you think like it was a hard hit, but not it's it's something you see every every game. So it's like so in my brain, it's like is there something else that hasn't been found before a pre-existing uh, uh, condition so that that's my thing is like to me this either one it was a fluke he just got hit in that like one in a million spot and he'll be back at the beginning of next season or it's something that's going to keep him out for yeah but a long i mean time. hopefully like ryan chazier with the the steelers hopefully they support him like they did with him, yeah. at, you know, a lot more. Um, but you see tonight, the Kansas City Chiefs in Week 17, uh, or to start, sorry, to start Week 18, the, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tennessee Titans. Um, a lot of the players that weren't suited were wearing shirts. Uh, like, not, I can't remember what they said. Uh, DeMar Love or Love for DeMar Hamlin with his number, but they were in the team's colors. Like, the Chiefs had... Uh, red, black, and white with number th- big number three on the chest. Uh, love for Demar, something to the yeah. effect. So and 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 so they've made a lot of merch. Every team has to support him. And I don't know if uh, proceeds are going to his charity or where they're going, but it would be <coughs> nice. Um, but that impl- like that affects because the, the, the NFL came out finally and said that they're canceling the game, they're not restarting it, they're not going to replay it, nothing like that. Now that has implications on the playoff standings. So they're talking about a coin flip and a neutral site. Do you have more insight on that, Big? Yeah, it's just, um, like you said, they're going to – it really depends on the Bengals-Ravens game. Yeah. On what happens. If the Bengals beat the Ravens, then it's a non-factor, yeah. I guess, at that point. But if the Ravens beat the Bengals, then it turns into, like, the tiebreakers aren't there that should have been there. Something. And so it'll turn into, like, a coin toss. And they've tossed around Detroit Lions because the Lions 
aren't going to play a home playoff game. <clears throat> they were on the list, but they're having their turf redone, <clears throat> so that's out. <clears throat> and then the Colts were the second option, I guess. They have a huge volleyball tournament. And they have like schedule. a national volleyball tournament, so they're out. And, and all so, the hotels are booked and all that shit. Mark Davis for the Ra- Las Vegas Raiders said he would give up his his stadium for them to play. Which, if we think, I mean, if you think about it, like we talked about pre podcast, it's brand new stadium. Yeah, they don't have anything going on. It's an AFC. It's very it's an neutral. AFC stadium. Very neutral. There's not. It's not close it's not to close either to, home site. Yeah, it's not close to anybody. I mean, it's as neutral as neutral could be. Like, really, I'm, you're probably going to see more Raiders and Niners jerseys in the stands than you would see. Yeah. Of the any of the other teams, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And and the crazy thing is, the even crazy thing is, the the Bengals might f- face the Bills in the playoffs, or probably will. Yeah, well, yeah, it all depends. Like like I said, like we were talking, if we look at the playoff things, if the, <laughs> if the Ravens beat the Bengals, it could potentially sway it to where the Bengals play the Bills very early in the playoffs. Not late, not like AFC Championship, yeah, but like... Like divisional round type things, like it's. Yeah, but we also talked about earlier, like how the NFL said that they're not going to continue the game or replay it, and then there's going to be possibly a coin toss and possibly a neutral site and this, that, and third. Like, and we talked about like my thing was okay. It was seven three, Bengals or Bills when it happened. I can't remember, but they could have very easily. They're not going to play the game. They could have called it, okay, whatever team was up at that time won. I get it not doing it. There's a lot riding on it. But they've also, they also could have called it a wash, a tie, a tie. And then because if they would have played through double overtime and not scored, it would have been a tie. Then what would have happened? They could have done it that way. Yeah. There's different ways they could have done it. I just don't understand why they went the route they, they did. Excuse me. Yeah, to me, like a no contest. But yeah, a tie, just a watch, you might a tie. Well just called it a tie and give everybody half a point at that point. Yeah, and then figured out what the uh, implications would have been for a if they actually did run a whole tie, you know? So, I don't know, but we're not getting paid fucking, what, Goodell, $60 million on a private jet to make these decisions. And honestly, I think we could probably make better decisions than him getting paid zero from the NFL. I mean, but I thought before the Dalmar Hamlin, I would have said that. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't take a fucking my fantasy, rocket my scientist. My fantasy board of guys over here would have made better decisions. Than I'm telling we're you. We're half drunk when we draft our rosters. Right. So. Speaking of fantasy, uh, I took out the W this year. I won the whole league, and uh, yeah, it's first for me. I've taken last, second, third, so yeah, I'm pretty happy to say that. And obviously, Big Mike's in my league, so Big Mike gave me my first loss of the season, week one, and uh, I went on a roll and won the whole thing. But yeah. yeah. Hey, Brees Hall, if you ever hear this shit, fuck you, kid. No, you can't. It, Not really. It, it's an injury, but yes, uh, it, it, fuck you for his season, I guess. No, I had a really bad injury <coughs> season. Yes. Probably my worst ever injury wise. Like, mm-hmm. All my big guys that were I drafted early just got injured and spent a lot of seasons. Well, a lot, some of them lot came of back, but yeah, it wasn't, wasn't really good. What do you want to move on to next? What? Um. Uh, I mean, we're sticking with the NFL. The Broncos have talked with the Saints and have permission to 
interview Sean Payton for head coach since who's still under semi under contract for the for the Saints, right? Because he left like a player would leave, they retire while on contract. Yeah, so he he decided to retire like partway through his contract. So any team that wants to hire Payton would have to work out some kind of um, compensation for the Saints. Um, Peyton has come out and said that he will only come back to coach if it is the right situation. Because he's got his, he's uh, an announcer, he's retired from coaching, and so really he can be super, super selective. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't have to coach. <coughs> he's getting paid good from broadcast agencies. And so and that's his thing. Is he, he, he said, he did say that he misses it. Oh, yeah. But he's only coming back for the right situation. Mm-hmm. Which to me sounds like if he believes the team has a chance to win in the in a year or two, mm-hmm. that's the team he comes back for. He's not going to come back to a rebuilding team. Yeah. If he I, if he sees a team that has potential to win a championship mm-hmm. in the first two or three years that he's with them, I think that's the team he goes after. I wish he'd go back to the Cowboys. He was there before the Saints. Like Mike McCarthy's cool and all, but. I wish he'd go back to the Cowboys. And, I mean, I've seen a lot of rumors flying that <clears throat> wherever he goes, Tom Brady's going. You think? Because they tried to link up in Miami, and then That's they true. all got in trouble for... For uh, fornicating? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Whatever, what's Collusion it called? Collusion. There you go. Yeah. That's wild. And so him and... I don't know. The crazy thing is I don't know where him and Tom got to be, like, best friends... To where they're over here colluding behind the NFL and behind everybody's back to try to be on a team together. Because they're about the same age, have the same interests, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, but so I've heard if Sean Payton comes back, it's there's been talk that he goes back to the Saints and Tom Brady signs with the Saints. That'd be crazy. Or there's been talk that Tom Brady wants to come. He wants to really come west. That honestly, he wants to be closer to home where he grew up. When he, because he has a statement where he says he couldn't believe that they stuck with that quarterback. I think it was talking. No, who do who do you allude to after? Was the Raiders? They everybody as well, not everybody, but a lot of people have dug down. They thought it was. They thought it was. Pretty sure it's Derek Carr. That he was talking about. I don't think, because I think he came out and actually exposed more information. <coughs> I don't think it was, sorry, that's our brother David coughing. He's sick and he's sitting in on the podcast. This loud ass over here. Um, I mean, really, he was either talking about Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. He was talking about one of those two guys. It's probably Garoppolo, because he always had a fucking... Well, I mean, he know, was, Garoppolo was his backup. And Well, and he also fucking fucked Garoppolo over from coming to the TB12's the treatment center and you, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Either way. But speaking but of Derek Carr getting fucked, you know, shit. But yeah, I mean, so Brady wants to come west, but I don't see... I don't see either one of those teams dropping their head coach to take Sean Payton on. I don't know. Mark Davis has fucking done a lot of weird shit. I mean, if, like I mean if you think about it, you get rid of Derek and you're like, I can bring in Sean Payton and Tom Brady? That sells tickets. Well, and you saw at UFC events when Tom Brady was a free agent from when he left uh, New England, they showed Mark Davis and Tom Brady going to UFC events in Las Vegas together, not sitting, just sitting together, coming in together, getting there together, 
And there was a lot of talk about, oh, well, you know where Tom Brady's going and all this shit. And then he did make the comments about they kept that motherfucker over me. So that, yeah, you're probably right. That probably was DC for who is DC no right now. DC zero sitting on his couch watching or pouting about not playing. Stidham took over. But um, I don't know. He's Derek Carr's got a bad shake. With his career with the Raiders, he's had like six different head coaches. He's he's been fucked over a lot, but you know what's crazy? He is also doesn't play to the extent he should. It, his his beginning of his career, honestly, if you look at what he's had to go through, like transition wise with coaches and stuff, and how it's been like very up and down, mm-hmm. looks a lot like Alex Smith coming on. Oh yeah, with the 49ers when they took mm-hmm. Alex Smith first overall. Mm-hmm. And he would he had these flashes of greatness, greatness, and then they boom changed. Yeah, because he got injured through the year, and they brought they started Kaepernick, who started winning with him. They got him off to Kansas City. He got injured, Washington. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. He yeah, like I'm saying, he he had the injury. Derek Carr had the injury. Multiple head coach, offensive coordinator changes. Throughout his first two years. But Derek, Derek's been with the Raiders for like 10 years. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, Smith was with the Niners for like seven or eight years. I don't think he was that long, was he? Yeah, he went through like, I think it, it was something close it was, to I think he was six, six in six. I think it was six years, six, six different, different head coaches or quarterback five coaches. Five different head yeah. it was. It, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. very similar. Like, yeah. And so it's like, is it time for Derek Carr just to say, <laughs> hey... Look, we're just not... Because eventually Alex Smith did the same thing, and he went over and... He did all right in Kansas City until... Yeah, he fucked up. But... Uh, and, I mean, and then he got yeah. hurt again. Well, Derek has a no-trade clause in his contract, and then they decided to bench him because in his contract, if he gets hurt in these in the, the season, then they owe him. Everything is guaranteed. So they said they benched him... So they didn't have to. Pay. They didn't say that. They they said they benched him so he wouldn't get hurt, but they didn't want to get hurt, so not pay him. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's the thing is, if you really think about it, he has a no trade clause, which all that really means is he just gets to decide. <laughs> yeah, to trade. if he stays or goes, or yeah, not stays because they can release him. But yeah, like if they if they want to trade him, they can. Yeah, he just has to agree on yeah. where he goes, or he's gonna be dropped, and they'll have to pay him a lot more. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they cut him, and it all depends on, there's so many different things, it depends on when they cut him, They if they cut him before March 3rd on a fucking half moon, I think they the said, other team will pick up this, you know how it is, like... They have a uh, up to a week after the Super Bowl to make their final decision if they're going to cut him, is what I saw. Oh, yeah, I know, but it's just like the crazy yeah. thing, it's always like... It's some weird stuff where it's like, like that. Like, you have six days, four hours, and three minutes to cut Derek Carr, or this much hits your cap. Yeah, well, it's like ESPN analytics and shit during the game. Oh, did you know this player is the only player to not rush for 25 backwards yards since his uncle's dog took a shit yeah. in the neighbor's yard? Like, they're fucking analytics. They just, every game they have to give details and shit, and it's like, they, it's just... Dude, so I'm like, going to tell you fuck? one of the most annoying things right now Yeah, is Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. <clears throat> Only because 
every single game that yeah. the Raiders have played this year, the announcers have said they went to Fresno State together more than once a game. Mm-hmm. They were college roommates. They okay. went to college together. They they did this at Fresno. I'm like, bro. Broke this record. But you want to hear something I'm crazy like, about that? Bro, <clears throat> we know. Like, so, we all know this. So that's not that's not um, a Derek Carr and Devontae Adams thing. That seems to be uh, a Raiders thing because before that, it was Max Crosby has been sober for a solid year, and he – has been sobriety. He got a tattoo, the the triangle tattooed in his hand. It was all about Max Crosby's sobriety. And then before the year that, before, it was, it was uh, Darren Waller's sobriety. sobriety and how he almost died off a, of, I think, a, a alleged fentanyl overdose when he was with Baltimore and how he changed the whole career around. So it's been Darren Waller for one whole season, Max Crosby, and Max Crosby and Darren Waller in the sobriety. And now it's. Devontae yeah, I, mean, and, I know it's not it's not Derek Carr and Devontae Adams' fault, but the announcers literally just like beat a dead it's horse. It's fucking ridiculous. Like I'm like, bro, it's mm-hmm. week sixteen. If we haven't heard that Devontae Adams <coughs> and Derek Carr played college football together, mm-hmm. then you don't fucking watch football. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like week one and two, I could see them throwing that stuff in there, sprinkling it in. Getting everybody like who the casual fan, you know what I mean? Like the casual Raiders fan, like yeah. But by that time of the season, especially when the Raiders are losing, like come on. I'm like, bro, like week 15, 16, like stop giving me Devontae Adams and Derek Carr stats from eight years ago, right? You know what I mean? Well, you might even more than that now, like it, yeah, because uh, you know what I mean, like. Car's been in the league for ten, I think. And dude, I was roommates with my mom fucking like twenty years ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or nineteen. I was roommates with my mom. Like, if I have a good day at work, you're not gonna hear my coworker be like, "Did you know he was coat?" You know, <laughs> roommates. Like, yeah, with roommates mom? with his mom. She made grilled cheese on Fridays. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, who cares? Oh, Holy yeah, yeah. shit! Like, that, that's one of my things. Like. It's pet peeve. It's stupid. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. I don't. I don't get it. But we'll see what happens with them uh, from here on out. Because when the team benched Derek, he couldn't even be in the facility. He hasn't been in the facility since they quote unquote benched him. And um, which I find wild. Like what? Like okay, if you I don't, I don't get it. him, and there and Josh McDaniels' thing was so, so he's get hurt. The young guys. Yeah. We want Derek Carr to stay healthy. Stidham's not even a young guy. He's been in the league for five years. He was a that Patriots with McDaniel's. McDaniel's wanted his guy the whole time. Let's be real. But why can he not be in the facility? Oh, because he could work out and tear his bleak or you know, uh lifting weights? The fuck out of here. You're protecting an asset. And but when all that shit went down, Devontae Adams went on IG and was like, This is my brother. If you don't like what I'm saying, fuck you and yada yada. There's more to it. I mean, he demand. He literally said if Derek didn't come back, he would demand a trade. But he backpedaled a little bit now. Yeah, he's saying he's going to be there. Josh Jacobs was on board with that too, and now he's saying he's going to be there. But how about Josh Jacobs and Devonte Adams leading the league and all that shit? And that's not a trash can. That's recycling, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You should probably pick that shit up out of there. But um, they like Jacobs. What? 
purpose yards, like six, 1,651 going in the game. Devonta Adams broke the all... They both broke the all-time Raiders fucking... Um, the all-time Raiders rushing and receiving an all-purpose yards, which is fucking cool. So for DC, to Derek Carr to be a shit quarterback, he sure did put up a lot of fucking numbers with Devontae Adams and the other fucking receivers. And and they said that, like tonight watching that, uh, the game between the Raiders and the Chiefs where the Chiefs are blowing them out, they said, this is weird, the, the Raiders should not get blown out this season. They have not been blown out this season. It's just the shitty thing is Derek Carr is not the best quarterback, but he can score 37, but if his defense scores 38, who's worse? The quarterback's putting up 37, but your defense is giving up 38 fucking points. And every fucking game, he's come out with the offense has done big numbers in the first half. The defense has given up bigger. So let's Let's not address the fucking defense, the elephant in the room, and make it better. Let's just throw the quarterback under the bus. Hey, if Josh McDaniels just goes back to, like, his Cheating? Beginning, his beginning oh, with the that. Broncos. Cheating? Because <laughs> I saw a thing. He's not a, good, he's not a good coach. He's a fucking through-and-through cheater. Oh, I know. I saw... I Watch saw. the Raw Room podcast where his ex-players talked about I mean, going 8-0... And then going to their bye week, and then he got caught for cheating, and they were like, dude, we're, we're, we're going to go to the playoffs, we're going to kill everything. They oh, came yeah. back, and they won fucking the next six of eight. Or, I mean, they lost the next six of eight, oh, and he said, fuck, we weren't good. We were fucking cheating the whole time. And Josh McDaniels lasted half a season. He was under Belichick as a coordinator in yeah. New England, went to the Broncos, Lasted half the season, got caught for cheating from his childhood friend, recording fucking uh, training or, or practices because them the the Broncos and then 49ers had to share a uh, facility at the time. He got caught. That's his dude. That's a childhood friend. And then he got fired, and the Broncos lost six of eight after that. Yeah, that's what I was going to They say. weren't good. They were fucking cheating. And then McDaniels went back to the fucking Patriots and did it the cheat tree way the whole time. Dude, yeah, I was gonna bring that because they literally said McDaniel's would they would he would give them like oh dude he was detailed legit details if he and does this and hooks this way you do this if you don't it's a touchdown if you do it's an interception yeah, yeah. and they were they, shout out to the raw room and on YouTube like, these players literally were like man this guy's a genius yeah all this shit and then like you said they hit that bye week and he got busted for filming and then they got smacked in the mouth and they're like. Hey, bro, we ain't that good. We were never that good. We were <laughs> cheating. McDaniel's. I. I don't. I've never liked him as a coach. I've. Well, I, as a head coach, I'm. You know, I don't remember him too much as a Broncos coach, besides the cheating. But as a Raiders coach, and my wife's a die-hard Raiders fan, so we watch every game just like we do the Cowboys. So I'm a Cowboys fan. Thank yeah, Cowboys. Um, but anyways, it. I don't like McDaniel's. I, 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 I'm surprised I, he got another head coaching job. That's he yeah. He should have been blackballed. Should have been blackballed. I mean, Belichick's not blackballed. But do you, do you not agree though? If your quarterback's putting up 35, 30 points, and but your defense <laughs> lets fucking thirty two points be scored, who's more at fault? Well, I mean, that's that's it's the exact opposite of what the fucking Broncos have gone through this year. Yeah. The defense is literally like the top three yeah. in everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, that's that's and, and then the offense is over here averaging fucking four points a game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like it's like who's to blame at that point? That well, the offense. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you you know what I'm saying? I mean, they've never fucking addressed the elephant in the room for the Raiders, which their defense after halftime, like offense comes out, makes adjustments, and does good. Defense goes in there and like smokes the fucking blunt and says, "Ah, fuck it, we got the W." And so, oh shit, what's whole... that? It's a touchdown. The fuck. Yeah. So you can't you can't hold Derek Carr on the chopping block with everything. I mean, you can't you can't put everything on him. It, I feel like I feel like with Derek <coughs> Carr, it's one of those things where he's kind of ran his course. Yeah, yeah. In Raiders. Whether, most most whether, Raiders fans want to see him gone. Where, whether he's been good or bad, whatever we want to throw on the table, he hasn't been terrible. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's if you look at the tape. Out of 32 starters in yeah. the NFL, he's got to rank top 10. Yeah, I w- yeah, his numbers do. You know what I mean? I would say top 10. Yeah. Maybe it's obviously <clears throat> going to be super low top 10. Yeah, but still. Like, if you think about it, you got, like, this year alone, you got Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, <laughs> Dak. And Dak, Dak is low top 10. That's what I'm saying. You got, but still, yeah. You got Hurts. That's balling out. Kirk Cousins is somehow, somehow, yeah, doing his thing. Like, but and then you got fucking thirty-two yeah. quarterbacks. Like Derek Carr, <clears throat> top ten, and like I said, nine maybe. It'd just be crazy, like if they do trade him or he does leave in free agency to another team and comes out and fucking balls the fuck out, like MJ with his tongue out. I'm gonna be like, torch so. Well, and sometimes... That's what the, you need. new A new team, new chemistry. Yeah, exactly. New That's number, like, who it is. Again, back with Alex Smith. When he left and went to Kansas City, mm-hmm. balled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he went to Redskins, Commanders, football team, whatever. Whatever the fuck they are anymore. Balled out for a little bit. And then, I mean, he had that horrific leg injury. Yeah, almost died. Uh, but those things, sometimes a little scenery change. Yeah. My, it, it, it could be... Derek Carr goes from this instability when it comes to the coaching staff because, I mean, there's nothing. You can't argue the instability. What has he had, seven different head coaches or something He's like that? He's had a lot. Like, he could go to a place, Tennessee maybe. Yeah. They need a quarterback. Tannehill did good when he left Miami and went there. That's what I'm saying. Tennessee needs a quarterback, yeah. and they're pretty stable there. Yeah. Like, with their organization. Got a good run game. Yeah, like... Yeah. That's, I'm not saying that's where he's going, but I'm saying if he could find a place where there's some stability in the organization, yeah, maybe he's successful. I agree, I agree. So, so we'll see what happens. But I mean, uh, that, that that I feel like that's going to be a very uh, dramatic offseason. Oh, dude, that's going to be the news of the off season. Is if they're going to keep him, let him go, where he's going, and how it's going to work. Oh, it's going to be literally, especially <laughs> like obviously the Raiders aren't in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, that's going to be the whole talk um, for the Raiders. Yeah. Like, there's no... Yeah. It's literally going to be from now until we find out. Yeah. And they, yeah. It's just going to be... But quarterback, NFL quarterback-wise, you know one of my favorite people in the NFL is? Just because how they are when they're not, like, when they're off-field... Aaron Rodgers, I fucking like that guy. I mean, given he grew up fucking, what, 40 miles from us in Chico... Like, balled out there, went to BU, then went to Cal, then made the NFL. 
I just like him as a person. Like, he don't give a fuck. He's at that. He's like one of those old dudes that I've served my country. I put in my time. I say what I want. Fuck y'all. Well, well, the thing is, like. He does mushrooms and smokes weed in the offseason and admits it and doesn't give a fuck. Lied about being vaccinated and shit. Well, that, like, so, like, you know how we talk, we, we, we talk about multiple times. Oh, yeah. Have Tom Brady, when he was with the Patriots, like, mm-hmm. didn't say much. Mm-hmm. He, like, there was no personality, kind of, like, under Belichick's reign, blah, 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 whatever. And he's kind of blossomed out and started saying whatever the fuck he wants, doing whatever the fuck he wants. Rodgers, Rodgers has always had more flair, obviously. But Rodgers, like, until, like, the last couple years, wasn't just being outlandish and just saying whatever the fuck he wants. Lightweight, lightweight, but not like what he is now. No, now he's just like, bro, I'm out here microdosing. Fuck your couch, bro. Yeah, (laughs) right? Test me. (laughs) I can get away with it. He really doesn't give a fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no fucks given. And and, and a Twitter reporter... He reminds me, like, you know when you, like, work at a place forever? Mm-hmm. And there's this dude that's been here for 30 years, and the manager's like, hey, I need you to do this. And he's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Look, and the my manager's bad. just like... My bad. My bad, I'll get someone else to do it? Yeah. That's Aaron Rodgers right now, because he's saying all this shit, and Goodell's just like... Silent, bro. There's nothing coming out of Goodell. Yeah. Like... Rogers is like, yeah, I'm over here banging fucking heroin. And Goodell's like, <laughs> stupid. Goodell's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Hey, don't. We don't need you cider to check him or whoever like, does. Like, there's no. Dude's like, I'm microdosing. And haven't been tested all no. year. Like, doesn't give like, a fuck. He's earned his time. Let him be. That's grandpa. He's fine. Dude, but, that's what I'm dude like, he's dating the fucking Milwaukee, the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks' daughter. <laughs> And she looks young. I'm going to look it up. Let me you go ahead and hold this for a minute while I... This one is, yeah, so my thing is just, he's he's literally just out here doing his thing. Like, like literally, like, he, like that old guy at work that nobody fucks with. Like, the old man just says crazy stories, like, back in my day. Right. <laughs> he don't give just a fucking fuck. takes it as fucking gospel, bro. <laughs> Let's see, how old is she? She, uh, where is it? Go ahead, keep, go ahead and keep this conversation going while I figure this out. But her I name's mean, her name's Mallory Edens. Um, her dad owns a Milwaukee Bucks. She looks younger. I, she, it looks like she's a model. Let but me I mean, see. The Packers at this point they've been on a hot a tear, bro. A tear to end the season, but the, really, what they have to beat. The she's twenty six. <laughs> She's a fucking like supermodel, bro. And Aaron Rodgers looks aged as shit. He really has aged really rough the last like year and a half. Like, dude, this is her daughter or his daughter. That's his girlfriend. He dated Danica Patrick. He dated Olivia, the actress Olivia. Oh my god! What? Not wild, is it? I don't. I, this man, he's. He's like Leonardo DiCaprio of the sports world. <laughs> oh wait, you're 25. Oh, can't date you. <laughs> Your birthday is the is the goodbye. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, but good for him. Yeah, good. Northern look, California boy. Yeah, it's looking like it, they have to beat the Lions, and then the Seahawks have to lose to the Rams for the mm. for the Packers to make it in. You know, it's fucked up. The football gods will shine on him. That'll probably happen. Nah, according to all the conspiracy theorists, it's not football gods anymore. 
Because the, the NFL is registered as an entertainment company. Oh, So God. none of their games have to be legit. They can all be rigged. That's like the I mean, if you're theory. if you're licensed as an entertainment facility or whatever, you can, that can be. Yeah, but so that that's that would the, make that's a lot of sense. So why my Cowboys haven't won shit since the nineties? I'm yep. That's it. Okay, <laughs> I got some clarification right now as a Cowboys fan. This shit is rigged, and we can't get a fair shake. Is McMahon behind it? Is he pulling the strings? Because this is bullshit. I don't know. But as a Cowboys fan. Uh, I'm pretty happy with where we're at right now. I just hope we don't see um, the 49ers or the Packers in the playoffs. Um, I hope we don't have to play anybody in the Packer in the playoffs. To be just to be honest, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, just let us win it right now because uh, we'll coin toss this. Bitch. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> the playoffs are not our forte. Playoffs. They, have, they haven't been for a long time. Um, and I think it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not it's not the it's not the Packers that have our number. It's not the 49ers. It's the playoffs that have our number. So I mean I don't know. We'll see what happens. But with that, with with NFL news still, Peyton Hillis, you know more about that than I do. Do you want to address that? What um, a fucking hero. Yeah, I mean, so him and his his family were they were at the beach, kids were swimming. And his kids started drowning, and he jumped in and saved the lives. He saved his kids' lives. I don't know how many of them there were. Um, his kids are perfectly fine, like out of the hospital, everything. Daddy's uh, a hero. But Peyton Hillis is. Uh, last I saw, he was in critical condition because he had started to drown, saving them. They were working on him on the beach on a strip and like a flatboard doing CPR on him. Yeah. So, uh, for a lot of people that don't know Peyton Hillis, he He was was the Madden fucking what he, he was a one, he was a one season wonder where he, he was like a fullback. He was a, not even a, not a running back. Like he was, it was considered. Yes. A fullback is the one who usually blocks. He was like a fullback guy that they, Gave the ball to like a, a like an all stot almost. He was he was built like an all stot, like a Mike all stot for the Buccaneers yeah. back in the nineties. And he he ran the ball crazy for a year, and then made the Madden cover, and then which was fucking wild. He still hung around and and had a career for a few yeah, more but years he went from being like. But he was supposed to be nothing. Yeah. Um. Played bit, for the Browns for a while. Big motherfucker too. And so hopefully. Hopefully a speedy recovery, because... Yeah, hopefully recovery in general. Shit, it's sad. But, uh, true hero. And if, God forbid, he does go, I mean, or doesn't, whatever, at least his kids will always know he was a fucking hero. He saved their lives, for sure. Um, on the same sentiment of, you know, kind of tragedy, Ken Block, dude. That shit hurt my fucking heart reading about Ken Block's passing. And for those of you who don't know, Ken Block is the the co-founder slash co-owner of DC Shoes and Apparel. He is a supercross, uh, motocross champion. He's a skateboarding uh, champion. He's a rallycross champion. And more lately than ever, he's been doing a series called Gymkhana, where he's had these crazy race cars built and they've shut down literal cities and he's drifted and done crazy tricks through them in vehicle in cars 
And uh, he did it through San Francisco. He jumped the hills of San Francisco, drifted in areas of San Francisco that we've been. Uh, did uh, His newest one was uh, Electricana, where he had an all-electric Audi supercar they built. And he they shut down Las Vegas. And he drifted all through Las Vegas, in parking garages, down the strip. Everything was shut down, through casinos, all that shit. But um, he was out with a group of people on January 2nd, uh, snowmobiling in the Wasatch County, Utah, which is uh, not far from where I, we used to live yeah. in Utah. And he was riding with the group and then kind of went off from the group. And I guess uh, the reports kind of sketch from what I've seen, went down a, a steep embankment and flipped it, flipped a snowmobile, I think possibly hit a tree. And when his group found him, which wasn't too long after the snowmobile was on top of him and he was pronounced dead on the scene, he was 55 years old. He had three kids and a wife. And he had just got his 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 youngest daughter, uh, is it Lily? I think. Anyways, she's 16 now. He got her into racing his supercars, and she was balling out, killing people. Uh, I poor choice of words. He, destroying people, racing, and she posted on IG about how her not only her dad, her best friend, is gone, and it's a sad situation. Like, if anybody knows. Like motorsports world, Ken Block is a fucking huge figure in that in that world. And I mean, if you look on YouTube, look up Jim Connor or whatever, look up Ken Block, and you'll be stupefied and amazed by the things that he's done. So yeah, and to be honest, like you said, he's fifty five. Like, like it's young back, man. Well, I'm just saying, looking back, like I would like, and if you were like, hey, how old is Ken Block? If yeah. you asked, oh, I would have never thought he was fifty five. That's what I'm I thought saying. He was in his forties, like, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, he can't be that much older than me. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm 37. I thought he was in his 40s, to be honest. And he, look how much he's accomplished, though. Owning, I mean, DC is a billion dollar company, isn't? Is it not? Oh I would yeah. Think. Sponsored by Monster. Sponsored by he was sponsored by uh, Ford, and then he went to Subaru, and then he the, recently he was with Audi. <gasps> like, crazy. He's done. More shit in his 55 years of life than me, you, and David here in the room will do in our whole lives put together. And he went out, you know, fortunately he died, but he died doing what he loves. Yeah. Like, we were talking about, you saw the videos he posted. What did he say about a snowmobile? Oh, it, it, uh... Oh, uh, it was like he was on his on yeah, his. Yeah, he was. It was like the first the sled, day of riding. Yeah. It, he was like, "I stay at twelve or something like that." Is what it was. Which means the front end of the snowmobile is straight up in the air. He's riding willies, basically. Sad yeah, situation. Was, it was straight up and down, ninety degree angle. Yeah, and how do you hang on to that shit that, like that? You know. I don't know. He was stoked to have it because it was like a turboed. Oh yeah. The thing was built. custom built, sponsored by Monster. All that shit. It's just a sad situation. I feel really bad for his family, you know? Like, I know how... Like, I can see how close him and his daughter were, and then it shows after he passed and her, you know, her social media posts. It's sad, man. Really sad. But anyways, what do you want to move on to? Um, we got the NFL awards. Obviously, they'll be coming up. <clears throat> um, everybody's... Arguing on who's going to win what. Um, right now, front runners are Patrick Mahomes for MVP. 
He's actually he's a, always front runner. He's negative. If, if you're bet, if you're a betting person, he's a negative twelve hundred uh, to win MVP. Like that. That's that's they crazy. Like take your money just if he wins. Like yeah, if he if you bet for him to win and he wins, you probably won't see a, a return. You owe that money. Bro. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Because there's no spread, no point spread like a game. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's bad. <clears throat> um, and then offensive rookie is Kenneth Walker, running back. <laughs> uh, Brock Purdy's kind of coming up in that a little bit. I don't think he'll win just because he hasn't played enough. Yeah. Who's Kenneth Walker playing for? Kenneth Walker's a running back. Um, I don't I want to say Lions, but I could be wrong. Um, no, I don't think it was Lions. He's going to end the season with over 1,000 rushing yards, most yeah. likely. Uh, That's what's up. With double-digit touchdowns. Damn. Um, and then Coach of the Year would be Brian Dabool. Uh, it's the Eagles. Fuck the Eagles. Um... <laughs> Head coach, which with the way they've been playing, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, the Cowboys, they lose or tomorrow. Brian Cowboys need to win. Yeah. Um, Belichick still in the running for coach of the year. What? Really? Get yeah. the fuck. What? Who is? Who put this on? Like, what side is this? New York Post. Damn it. Uh, comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. Yeah, that I can understand. That makes sense. Um, Christian McCaffrey is right behind him. Yeah, because he was injured all last year. Um, Saquon is also in that list. Saquon bought out. I think Geno should win it, though. I still um, think Michael Parsons should win defense player of the year. But I understand, then, I understand what you said earlier. Offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he broke um, records. Yeah, he's been killing it. Um, and then defensive player, they say the favorite is Nick Bosa. <clears throat> they said my, It says Micah Parsons was up there for most of the season, but the Cowboys defense has. But so how does that work, though? If he's up there for the majority of the season, how does somebody overtake that if they're doing – you know, as good as he did for the majority of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, is well, it they, is it who's doing better at the end of the season? Well, they're saying Nick Bosa has been consistent because that Niners defense has been consistent. But if he was consistent, then he should have been there since the beginning. Well, he probably was. Well, that's what I'm saying. It could have been him and Parsons the whole season. Yeah. And then now the defense. They need to explain it better. So I'm getting it. You know. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um. And then Sauce Gardner for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he's a stud. Um, he's the highest ranked corner in the NFL right now. Yeah. As a rookie. Really? And um, who named your kid Sauce? I'm sure it's not his biological name. Like Ja Morant is not actually Ja. Well, his name is Ahmad. Okay. Sauce is just his, his nickname. Name. And he goes on. He uses Sauce. Like Debo is not. Debo Samuel, Debo's not his biological name. That's just a nickname. Yeah. It's Juju. It's Jonathan. Was it John Johnson? Who, Juju? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Or no, sorry, it was Jonathan, John Smith. 
And then his stepdad actually raised him, not his biological, who was Schuster. So he took the hyphen of Schuster. So it was John Smith Schuster. But so he goes by Juju. So the nickname he was given when he was young. And, yeah, and so... What uh, a fucking white bread name, John Smith. Isn't that crazy? It sounds like Pocahontas and John Smith. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? And, uh... Sauce... I mean, he's turned it into working with Buffalo He's saucy as fuck, though. I mean, when you think of... Or you think urban shit, you think, oh, he got the sauce. Yeah. He's, he's swag, you know? No, I mean, it works. But I mean, that's so. smart. You capitalize on that shit, my guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been, have you seen Buffalo Wild Wings commercials? I haven't. Man's been all over it. Of course. Because he's the sauce. He's got the sauce. Yeah, yeah. He's been killing it. And uh, supposedly, like, it, I saw a thing that said. He was originally credited with only giving up two touchdowns so far this season. What you tell me earlier. One of them was taken away, saying that it wasn't on him because it was him actually trying to help a teammate because it wasn't his zone. You can literally clearly watch him go to take the flat and then see what the quarterback's doing mm-hmm. and leaves his flat to try to bail out a teammate that messed up. Um, and then one of them, it's a very similar kind of situation, but the pro football guys that have the stats or whatever still say that there's one touchdown that Sauce Gardner's allowed for. I mean, but it, for either way, though, a rookie corner, cornerbacks, cornerback is probably the hardest position to play in to the be league. ranked the top corner in the league as a rookie, and only give up one touchdown as a rookie. You're winning. You're winning yeah. defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I would hope. Yeah. And to be honest, you you might actually get some votes for defensive, defensive player, player of the year. Yep, and right. I I wouldn't be mad at that. Cornerback is the hardest position to play. Defensive back, corner. Uh, yes. Speaking of cheating coaches, well, I know we talked hmm. about a minute ago. Um, Jim Harbaugh and and Michigan are both being sanctioned by the NCAA. Um, the main sanction. Well, I shouldn't say the main. The original sanction was because during the COVID restrictions, they had too many coaches physically on the field. Why is it just getting brought up now, though, you know? Well, the thing, I think it's coming to light because now they're hitting them with the level one Mm -hmm. violation, which we talked about is the highest level you can be sanctioned by the almighty NCAA. And it has to do with him misleading the investigators. In the original violation. Yeah. So he violated, well, him and Michigan. And when they came to him and said, hey, did you do this or blah, blah, blah. He was like, well, you know. Yeah. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Yeah. Misleading, not denying. He didn't lie to them. He just misled them. It's like like a white lie. How many people have on the field? I don't know. Yeah. You had too many coaches. I don't know. Yeah, so um, so it could end up with him being suspended, depending on what they go with. But I've also heard that he's a front runner for the Broncos' job at head coach. Here, suspend me, bitch! I'm out. <laughs> like, uh, hey, cool. wait, wait, hold on. With players, NCAA uh, ex- uh, yeah, suspensions the, have carried over in the NFL yeah, before. The, just, okay. Uh, Pryor, Terrell Pryor. Yeah. Yeah. Signing the autographs for tattoos. Giving yeah. away ball gear. Yeah, he ended up getting suspended for like 
a couple games when that's he was with the Raiders. That's such bullshit, like, dude. The me. NFL should say, fuck you. Well, that's the thing. is like if, if they don't want anything to do, like their players can't do anything with professional. Well, it's changed a little now. Yeah. Can't make money. As soon as they turn professional, you should have no control over that. Shouldn't. It's like if if my kid turns 18 here and he moves out, like I can't ground him at his new apartment when he's got his own job and doing his own shit. The yeah. fuck? Like, oh, nope. Remember that? You didn't do your chores. You're still grounded for the first two weeks. He'd be like, fuck you. No. Said, uh, and, I'd, and I'd punch him in his shit. No, I'm playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, playing, that shit doesn't make any fucking sense. But of course, I'd be a Rangers team. That, you know, or Goodell. Goodell. That shit's so dumb, bro. And so, um, hmm? I guess we'll see how it plays out. It, I mean, he could not come back. He's probably, he, he's at the point where he's the same thing as Sean Payton, where it's like... He don't give a fuck, dude. Jim's like, if there's a team that really looks like I could help him, he's not going to go to a rebuilding team. Yeah. Because he and can just make his money... He could he just make his money in college. Yeah, and and yeah, he and he's coaching fucking Michigan. Yeah, I mean, Michigan, Michigan, you know, beat by what they didn't T, TCU just beat him. I don't know. I don't follow college like that. Michigan got beat, and they were asked uh, how they got beat by a team that's not blue blood because like Michigan's like mm-hmm. old school, like mm-hmm. been around forever, and the quarterback was at TCU's do what Texas Christian University, and they're the Horny Frogs. The Horny Frogs. They're horny as fuck. They're they're LT coming went. in. They're coming in fucking everything. That's where LT went. They're <coughs> fucking everything. Other than that, I mean, if you think about it, like, <coughs> you think of any other big names that came out of TCU? Uh, no. Dion Sanders Jr. Dion Jr. went there, but didn't do shit. Um, the kick returner, punt returner for the Cowboys right now. Oh my, Turpin, dude, he went there, led the league and fucking won records for. Returns and wide receiver, receiver, and then he he didn't get drafted. Went to the uh, was the American Football League, the is, USFL, it, yeah, USFL, right? and he won MVP and uh, return specialist of the year. Then the Cowboys, you know, picked him up. So here's the top ten. And he's fucking dope. All time NFL players to come out of TCU. Um, Even the computer's like uh, Philip. Epps is number 10. Can he we was 1982, him? drafted in the 12th round by the Packers. He played seven seasons and then for the uh, Packers and then one season for the Jets. Kenneth Davis, running back, 1986, second round. to The, the Packers must love TCU. I guess, shit. He played three seasons for the Packers and then six for the Bills. He was a member of the Bills when the team advanced to four consecutive Super Bowls. <laughs> Lost them all. <laughs> what, two of those were the Cowboys. Um, Larry Brown, defensive back. 1991, he was drafted to the Dallas Cowboys. He played six seasons for the Cowboys, Ooh. two for the Raiders. He was a member of the three Cowboys Super Bowl winning teams. Yeah. And he was the MVP for a Super Bowl. Super Bowl thirty. Lyle Blackwood, um, defensive back, 1973, drafted by the Denver Broncos. Never played for the Broncos. Damn. He played three seasons for the Bengals, one season. Um, He was a member of two Dolphins teams that advanced to the Super Bowls. With Joe Montana? I'm sorry, Joe Montana. Fuck Dan Marino. What the fuck? 
Um, had to be Greg, Greg Townsend, um, defensive lineman. I know the, the name. For the Raiders. It's mm-hmm. probably uh, Played 12 seasons for the Raiders. He's a member of the team that won Super Bowl, two-time Pro Bowl. Um, Andy Dalton was a TCU guy. Really? I actually totally spaced that. Um, did all right early on and then kind of shit the bed. Aaron Schobel, he's a defensive end for, he was drafted by the Bills. Played for the Bills, two-time Pro Bowler. But Damian Tomlinson here. Yeah. This is the bit, he's he's only ranked third best TCU in a player in the NFL. Larry Brown ranked higher. So I want to see who's higher than this because this is the biggest name that I can personally think of that came out of TCU. Okay. And we all know if you I mean if you don't know who Ladainian Thomason is. Yeah, Chargers fucking Hall of Famer. The one the one quote I love from him is the reason that he, he wears the dark visor is because he closed his eyes. When the hits were coming, and he didn't want people, he didn't to, want see people his to know that he could cl- he closed his eyes. Also, he, the reason he never danced in the end zone because his mom said from a young age that if he ever showboated in the end zone, she was going to beat his butt. Let's see, Emmett Smith, same thing. He handed the ball to the ref because so he literally mom. LT. The only thing he ever did was this. Yep. And just let the ball. Okay, no, you can't see, but he would just extend his arm and let the ball go. That was it. Emmett Smith, he got down on the knee and prayed because his mom told him the same thing, but. uh LT also rushed for like 400 and something yards in the game. And I think it was beat, that record was beat uh, more recently. Not recently, but more recently, within like the last seven years, eight years, I think. So number two is Bob Lilly. Okay. Defensive lineman from 1961. Mm-hmm. He was drafted in the first round by the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He played 14 seasons mm-hmm. for the Cowboys. I know Bob Lilly. And he was a member of three Cowboys teams that reached the Super Bowl with one Super Bowl win. He was an 11-time Pro Bowler yeah. and was an inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so you would, and then the number one player that came out of <clears> TCU, <throat> I did not know this guy played for TCU. Who? Sammy Baugh. Shut up. Yeah, he was a quarterback slash defensive back. Yeah, back in like the 60s or 70s? 37. Shut up. That's when he was drafted in the NFL, 1937. But how is he better than LT? He he was drafted to the Washington Redskins. That's taboo. Don't say that word. He played 16 seasons for them. Um, he led them to five NFL championship games. Before Super Bowls, yeah. Winning, before, before the merger. Winning two of them. He was a six-time Pro Bowl selection, and he was a charter member. So, so one of the first members into the Hall of Fame. Oh, so he had like an Amex card? <laughs> uh, so, honestly, I didn't know Sammy Ball played for TCU. So. I vaguely know the name. He's, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, I know, I know who the fuck you're talking about. He's just, he's one of those leatherhead quarterbacks yeah. back yeah. in the day when it was Iron I know Man. the name and I know it was old. That's why I was like 60s and it was 30 years old. I didn't realize that. it was 37. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, and honestly, and again, I don't know Sammy Ball well enough to know that he played for TCU. I guess LT never won a Super Bowl or anything like that, so that could affect I mean, but he's, he's, Way up there on yeah. the rushing yards list. Yeah, he's like, isn't he like top five? 
I love how my uh, laptop here. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about Ladania so much that it I typed in L, and it's like Ladania Thomason. Government, like, dude. Government. They're watching. They're listening to our podcast. Thank you for being uh, supporters of our podcast. <laughs> right. I typed in mine and said Larry Ball Red Bluff. <laughs> <laughs> so he retired with. 13,684 yards. Fifth. Fifth. I said top five. Fifth. In, uh, I think he still holds the record, though, for most rushing touchdowns in a season. Was that like 19? I think it's like 20. Mm. He's 43 years old right now. 28. That's what it is. Yeah. Shit. 28. Holy fuck. Look at his 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 rushing yards in in college. He held it was I think it was three hundred ninety two rushing yards in one game, and it got beat. It got beat. I think Derrick Henry put up like six hundred in one game. Yeah. So in two thousand and six, mm. that was high school for Derrick Henry, I believe. Two thousand and six, Ladainian Thomason put twenty eight rushing touchdowns with eighteen hundred and fifteen yards on the season, God averaging damn. five point two yards a carry. Jesus. Christ. And 113 yards a game. Um, Sean Alexander, <laughs> Priest Holmes are both behind him with 27 <laughs> touchdowns. Gotcha. That's so, 28. Think about it. 16. That's almost two touchdowns a game. Yeah, that's crazy. His career statistics: statistics 13,684 rushing yards, 4.3 yards a carry on his career. That's fucking ridiculous. 145 rushing touchdowns, 624 receptions uh, for 4,772 receiving yards and 17 touchdowns for receptions. Yeah. That's, dude, what the fuck? He's way lower on that than he should have been. Well, back back when he played, running backs were less receivers yeah. than they are now. Like Absolutely. Now you got guys like Christian McCaffrey who... Mm-hmm. Can catch the ball out of the backfield. Tony Pollard and shit. Yeah, yeah Josh Jacobs. So I watched the whole ESPN or NFL Network thing, and Ladania Tom- Tomlinson's from that area of Texas where TCU's at. Wait, he's from like the sticks. Yeah. Have you seen that one where he goes back with um, uh, what are the people that look up your history, your and and ancestry and shit? Uh, like. Hmm. Well, he, yeah, they're from a plantation down there. Like his great great grandparent was a slave like that's how recent to him it was yeah and they have a ladain or a tomlinson um uh plantation so his original name he's a tomlinson because his the owners of his ancestors were the tomlinsons the white people were tomlinsons and that's how they got their name yeah and he went back to the to the plantation where he was he grew up on the plantation still like he was raised there in the sticks, and he still got like his uncles and and shit that, and that shit was like hella moving to see, you know. Yeah, shit was crazy. But speaking of TCU, and this is where I was trying to head with this a little bit is um, Max Duggan, <laughs> the quarterback for TCU, who's going to be playing in a national championship <laughs> game. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. Um, he was on the fence about going back for a fifth year. Mm-hmm. Um. And there was a lot of TCU was trying to get them with the NIL stuff, make mm. some money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, they, they were trying to throw the farm at him to keep him there. Yeah. yeah. And he was thinking, maybe I'd try for the draft, blah, blah, blah. 
back and forth, and the offensive coordinator for TCU, <clears throat> they think they would have had him if it wasn't for this one phone call that came from a Dallas Cowboy member of their scouting <laughs> thing that I guess laid it out for Max. And <laughs> they didn't say, hey, you're going to go first round, nothing. They gave him the truth. They said, look, you're going to go late day two, maybe day three. Mm-hmm. And they said, there's a potential that you don't get drafted. Yeah. But late day two, day three is kind of where you're going to go. And I guess they laid out some other things for him. And after that phone call, he was dead set on yeah. going to the draft. And we talked about this earlier. He could go back for his fifth year and the team could shit the bed. He well, could get yeah, injured I mean, like and he could get non-drafted. About, yeah. Like we talked about, he could get injured. That's the f- forefront. But if we look at TCU last year, they're three and eight. Yeah. That's, yeah. With him at quarterback. Yep. This year, they're in a national championship game. That's the, the the Super Bowl for the college against Georgia, the Bulldogs. Like, if win or lose, if if he, I mean, if he shits the bed yeah. and throws four picks or just and no touchdowns, bed, yeah, it's not gonna look good. But if there's a dog fight between TCU and Georgia, and he looks halfway decent, yeah. and all this other stuff, he's literally like going to the draft. That's pretty much the highest point that he can go. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, unless he wins, like if they go out and they yeah. win and he plays well, that's the because TCU should not win. They should, they shouldn't be there at all, and they definitely shouldn't win. Didn't Georgia win it last year too against like Alabama? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Georgia won it last year, or they were in the the final of the championship game, but. TCU, this is like, a, like you said earlier, a flash in the pan. They shouldn't even be here. Yeah, Georgia beat Alabama 33-18 last yeah. year. Yeah, so TCU should not even be here. Georgia won it last year. They're defending champs. They're coming back. If they win and he has a stellar game, he might go from second or third round maybe to late first or earlier second, you know, probably not third if he has a stellar game. So his future rides on this game, but this big game a lot if he's entering the draft, you know? Well like I said, I mean win or lose it's a win for him. Be the highest point of his win or lose it's a win for him. Um and the crazy thing is we talk about TCU went from three and eight to a national championship. And everybody in your mind, you're like, oh, they must have recruited really well. Blah, no. Blah. Same bulk of the same players, huh? They had mainly the same players, and they had a their, – their recruiting class was only ranked 18th nationally. That's crazy. So it's not like they brought in, like, all these top-rated five stars to ball out. So I don't know – I don't know what happened between three and eight and national championship. But Start eating their Wheaties. But I respect it. Um, and TCU is a newer college too. I'm not saying new; it's a newer college. It hasn't been around that long. Let me see. It's been around since before 1937. Oh shit! You're right. I'm thinking of a different. Yeah. Fuck. My bad. I'm thinking of a whole different school. Then. That's crazy. Um, but continue with college. We have. Um, I have, I have two more college stories. We got the tight end. From Oregon, who's on his ninth year of eligibility. That's fucking wild, dude. 
ninth year. Um, <clears throat> I mean, really, the fact that Oregon and take this how you want the fact that they still kept him on the squad means he's got something. He's got a locker room or something because yeah. his stats do not. They do not sway me. The, the, with the things I've seen, like one season he had nine catches for 64 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. It's like his – that was last season. It was his first, like – Full season. Full season of being healthy. Um, so, and they – he was granted his ninth year of eligibility. So this coming fall, 2023, he will play his final – I mean, I'm going to put quotes on it because yeah. who knows. His final year as, and as, a, as a college player, and hopefully he can make the leap where he gets a chance at the NFL. Or gets a degree. Fuck. He better have like three of them. I was going to say, he's got to at least have two at this point. <clears throat> this year reminds uh, me of Van Wilder. <laughs> he's, he better be a doctor by now. Right? Have his PhD and shit. Uh, and then... Uh, the, I guess the the crazier story. I don't know if it's crazier, but uh, LSU has a sex scandal. Yeah, an S word scandal. <laughs> um, where choo choo, their their stand literally one of the best wide receivers <coughs> in the nation. Um, and his wide receiver coach and four other staff members. So it's a total of like at least six people. Oh, fuck, dude. Hooked up with the player, or the, the, the what was she? The, They're scouting uh, the director. director. And, All I can uh, say is choo-choo. Yeah, if y'all yeah. get the drift. If not, Google what a train is with the <laughs> S word involved. <coughs> yeah, man. They took turns and... I or mean, this, not. They might have gone together. Like, I don't know what was happening. Damn. Well... What, this, did that, what did that guy, what did that, uh, that video we were watching, what did they call it? Which video we were watching? Hold the guy, on, bro. The, what, don't the implicate me in shit. No, when the guy was talking oh, about it before, what did he call it? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Hot but. soup kitchen. Yeah. Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> right? Either way, there was a, a lot of porcupining going on. Um... Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, but what's coming from that? It's just it broke. Did she is, did she report it? Is she suing? Like, no, I saw some text. There was like some screenshots of text messages supposedly that came out. But again, to me, it's like uh, hmm. the Celtics head coach all over again. Ek, like hmm. that was consensual. If this was consensual, everybody the, what was. What the over fuck 18. is the problem? Yeah, the, if they had a mass sexual relation. That's what not is the illegal. problem? It's it's legal. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing like whether you personally you think it's cool or you don't like it or whatever. Unholy, it is, one female and six ma- males. Doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's her choosing her body, her choice, right? Exactly. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where, like, it goes back to the Celtics head coach. I don't see why he got in trouble at all. Not he shouldn't have been not uh, by the NBA center, but they're saying it's because she was in the front office and she was she was their logistics person. And I could see like okay, where you work or well, saying, you yeah, can't if, fraternize. If well, he's the head coach and she is the travel uh, arranger or whatever. That's what her, I'm saying. Like if 
So but, yeah, it's fraternizing. Yeah, and see, I get it, but it went. He's getting suspended by the NBA and all this other. Well, it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been the NBA decision. It should have been the organization. And that's an organization thing where Detri- conduct detrimental or something. But the thing was, it went <clears throat> so much, and and well, this receiver, well, like we said, NCAA has hmm? superpowers. They can do whatever they want. He's declared for the draft, so he's not coming back to LSU. Well, yeah, let's see if he's suspended with by whoever. He, it, That's it, what I'm saying. Like only if he gets drafted the Raiders, right? Not the Patriots, bro. That still delete everything. There won't right. be no sex scandal no more. Shit, Belichick would be like, I wasn't involved in that. Robert Kraft would have been like, I was there. <laughs> mm, I was just getting a massage. No, that's Sean Watson. No shit. I wonder if they share a buddy pass for massages. Um, (laughs) The only thing I have left is uh, finally we can we potentially can see Trevor Bauer in the MLB again. Mm, I got a few more things left, but we I mean those are like fast points. Um, Yeah, he's. We Obviously. we discussed Trevor, Trevor Bauer way earlier in the yeah. in 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 the life of this or the infancy of the podcast. He is uh, a Cy Young winning stud, stud, one of the best top three in the MLB. Also one of the weirdest, and craziest. like the stuff that he does. It's is... not nothing. It's something illegal. Just does random odd shit. Yeah, he's like nerdy and all that. But he was. We talked about some podcast. He was accused of sexual assault also by a female that said that he had beat her up, bit her, chewed her up, whatever, during their relations. And there's a lot of um, evidence on the contrary. Yeah. And, the, and, and and he was never charged legally with this. And she's still making allegations. And, I mean, we started talking about this in the infancy of this podcast and this is, we're, oh, yeah. we're a year and a half, almost two years into the podcast. And yes, we've missed a lot of time with work schedules. And I wanted to address that earlier, that we missed a lot of time. But um, but nonetheless, we talked about that towards the beginning. Before there was any, a ton of information. Yeah, there was just uh, text messages and, and what the news was reporting. Yeah. But he just released a video or his attorneys released a video that came from her phone that they subpoenaed uh, just a couple of days ago, where she it, it she had said all this shit had happened, all this sexual assault and abuse had happened, but this video is from hours after she claimed it happened of her laying in bed with him sleeping and she's smiling, taking a selfie video, showing him, showing herself, biting her lip like in an explicit manner, and. Everything looks fine, and he's his team released this, and he's saying, "Look, this is showing that she has no bruises, no marks." And if I had done these things hours earlier, why would she still be there and be happy while I'm sleeping? You know. Yeah. But anyways, you tell the ramifications of MLB and all that. Yeah. So he's had he's been suspended for a record setting. Like no one's been suspended as long as he's been suspended. Two seasons, right? Yeah. He hasn't seen the field in forever, and so the Dodgers. He got um, reinstated today. The Dodgers decided today that they uh, well, he got reinstated on December twenty second. Oh, was it? My bad. My bad. Uh, but they today was their deadline to decide. Well, Friday, so not not today. Um, January 6th was their deadline to decide what they want to do with him 
Because if they kept him, if they didn't decide by Friday, then he was on their roster, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so they believe that they should just move on from him. Hmm. They want to distance themselves. And he's he's had issues with other players in his own club, fights and shit. Yeah, because some of the things he does does... Rub people people the wrong way, way. yeah. One of the things um, that he does that pisses off catchers is he likes to... After when he's warming up for a game, um, his last thing he likes to do is pretty much throw as hard as he can, like not on the mound. Like he he comes running from behind the mound <laughs> and just throws the ball as hard as he can at the catcher. Uh, nobody knows why, but it's part of his warm up. Like an OCD. And catchers hate it. Yeah. Because he can already throw so fast in a normal <clears throat> pitching. Stance, Motion. Yeah. When you get a few steps, velocity in front of it, behind you know, it, and it's it's reckless. It just—he's very abrasive with his personality too. And so, very abrasive from uh, what from what teammates and ex-teammates oh, yeah. have said. He's gotten fistfights in the dugout with ex-teammates. Um. So, originally, commissioner of the MLB suspended Bauer for three hundred and twenty-four games. That's fucking wild. Um, it's the longest suspension in MLB history for... That's two two seasons, right? 182 plus 182 would be what? 364. Oh. So he, essentially two. Yeah. I mean, you're going to come back and play 40 games. Yeah. Well, why pick that number of games? I don't understand. Um, maybe, maybe he had already played the first whatever, and those were the remaining for two years. Yeah, and so uh, Bauer appealed the decision... And it was reduced to 194. And he's suing the MLB right now. And he's suing a reporter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which mag- which news article. I don't know if it was LA or New York Post. But he's suing her because when the, when the female put out, you know, this quote-unquote story, this female reporter, the female I'm talking about who's the, the quote-unquote victim, this female reporter blasted the story and didn't say allegedly potentially she said trevor bauer did this and did that and she kept reporting on it and so he's suing for defamation of character and negligence and all kinds of shit and if he wins that female reporter is going to be bankrupt and the paper might be or whatever you know whoever she writes from yeah and so they've decided to designate him like they don't want him and so he's guaranteed from the Dodgers this year $22.5 million. Even if he sits on his couch the whole season. And so when he's designated um, and he goes to waivers, it'll go down the waiver list, whoever the, whatever the order is, mm-hmm. based on uh, records, whatever. Yeah. Let's team, go Giants. We have a shitty record this the season. The team that gets him can sign... For seven hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, because he's already getting paid that twenty million for the Dodgers. Signed Trevor Bauer for that much. For what? One year for one season. Yeah, and then if he if no one picks him up, he just goes in a free agent. Yeah, come um, on, Giants, let's go, Giants, let's go. The tough thing is, I feel like he's almost blackballed at this point. Yeah, and not, he's probably not, rusty. Not because well, no, he has a. I don't know if you've seen it. He literally, mm. him, there's this uh, guy who hits Ooh. bombs. He calls himself the king of Juco, uh-uh. king of junior college baseball. They have a, oh, what is it called? They have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, 
And I watch it all the time. I don't, I don't fucking know how I get out of camera. <laughs> the name of it right now. Um, but these, I mean, he's been throwing. He's literally been throwing bullpen sessions. Like, yeah, doesn't, uh, but still gameplay. It's, it's not the same, but at least he's not just um, sitting around. Well, for two seasons out, basically, he's still gonna have some gameplay rust. So, but I mean, you could get that back if you're starting pitcher. You know, they'll probably so, bring him off out of the out of the bullpen first. Yes, yeah, so if he they, has yeah. his channel, which is Trevor Bowers, and it's got like five hundred thousand subscribers. I don't really watch that one, like his personal one, that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even think. It's just popping up his person. Oh, momentum! That's what it's called. Momentum Baseball. Um, it's it's actually got less than his uh, personal account. It's got three hundred twenty subscribers, but uh, they do like wild stuff, like where they literally made their own. Like some of it's just him throwing bullpen sessions. Some of it's like, hey, can we build our own bat? And they literally use like random stuff to build their own bat. That's fun. Like PVC and like engineering shit. It's it's crazy. Um, they caught. They tried to see how long a baseball, how many catches a baseball could take for before it started tearing apart. So they caught a baseball for like. Over twelve thousand times, where it's just Damn. shot out of a like a machine, and they just catch it and catch it. Yeah. Um, stuff where they do like D one softball versus D one <coughs> baseball. Um, they did one where a whole high school team got to play against Bauer, and like two of the other guys. So it was like three guys playing against like a full squad of high schoolers. Because Bauer would just strike him out. Um, and he would let the high school kids pick <coughs> the pitch and location. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, obviously he's not playing MLB level. Yeah. Um, and but I think he's gonna be back blackballed more because of suing the MLB than he will be. Makes sense. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, like imagine mm. an NFL player suing. You think Goodell's gonna be Kaepernick? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Kaepernick, he he was blackballed before he even got before he even sued. Yeah. Yeah, and but even if it would have been, help. yeah, it, it made it worse. They had to give him opportunity for his lawsuit, and he fucked that off. But so that so he, I have a feeling that Bauer with his he's abrasive. He's and, abrasive, and the only and he's going to publicize everything. And the, the I mean the main reason the Dodgers kept him around originally, any team, mm. is because of how good he was. Well, and they had twenty million dollars they had to pay me either way, so they're like, well, let's see if we can get him back. Well, no, I'm just saying in general, before yeah. the whole oh, allegations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you, you, yeah. You let a guy that's a little abrasive and kind of <coughs> quirky stay around because mm. of his skills. Mm. And now that his skills are in question because he hasn't played professional yeah. baseball in two years. Yep. And the league isn't going to be happy if you sign him because of him suing the league. Mm-hmm. Who's What team's going to be willing to... Step out and make that exactly. So that that to me is it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I want to see him again because of his level. I want to see talent, him still yeah. be. Um, but I guess time will tell. If anybody Hope, wants well, to hopefully pick him the up Giants pick him up. I mean, it really. What think about it? <clears throat> what MLB team? Cy Trevor Bauer, Cy Young winner, like what he's done. Seven hundred twenty k for these guys is not a bad. Gamble to see. No, what you not at all. 
even if he doesn't make it past spring ball. Even if he comes out, like I mean, at that like he doesn't. I'm not saying he needs to. He'll come fill out. seats. Well, and that, and yeah, he's not doesn't have to come out and throw seven eight innings. Right, he, he can be a bullpen guy. If not, he'll go to Savannah Bananas. Hey, bro. That, hey, he'd be dope there. Oh God, dude, he'd be super dope. Um, I mean, he wouldn't be the first pro pitcher to go over there. Um, Jake Jake PV threw a game. Giants. Threw a little, well, it wasn't a full game, but he threw part of a game wearing one of, like, his gold glove. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because uh, when you get a gold glove award, it's just a, it's literally just a glove that's painted gold. Isn't it mounted to a piece of block of wood? It's mounted on, like, a trophy and stuff, yeah. but it's just a glove that's painted gold. It's not, like, an actual gold Yeah, trophy. it's not solid gold. You can wear it. It's just, yeah. It's... Yeah. And so, yeah, Jake Peavy pitched a couple innings with me. Yeah, I, I saw that minutes. online. Yeah. Peavy was dope for the for the. He's drugs. also a very quirky person himself, Yeah. Too. No, I've always liked Peavy. When he, when when he, he was, like, quirky, like, not abrasive quirky. He no. He was just kind of, like, one of those fun. He was weird fun. kind of yeah. out there guys. Yeah. But, what can you do? So, is that wrapping it up, then? Yeah. I mean... Oh, let's congratulate J.J. Watt on an amazing career. Yep. It sucks he didn't get a Super Bowl. He was Walter Payton Man of the Year when he was with the Texans. I just I hate seeing players like him that are such great people and done so much not get that highest honor, like Larry Fitzgerald, and, and, and there's a lot of others. But congratulations, J.J. Tom made a joke. <sighs> he was like, man, like it was like a – Man, we're sad to see him retire. We were hoping to get all three of the watts so we could combine them into a mega watt. They've got two of them, right? Like, that's funny, that, though. That that's funny. He was trying to that's make, like, a Power Rangers joke clever where combine shit. them together. Gigawatts and megawatts and shit. Yeah, no, J.J. Watt, congratulations. And congratulations on your new family. And, man, have fun being a great dad. You're going to be an awesome dad. So your brothers will hold on to your legacy in the NFL. Your son will probably take it over when he's old enough. Yeah. It's... Or did, wait, did he? He's got a daughter, huh? I mean, Either way, she might be the Watt. <laughs> the Watt blood could be the first female if it's a daughter. But um, other than that, I mean, are we touched on anything else? I mean, I've got some other things, but no, I'm good. We're good. All right. Well, uh, with that being said. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, I don't even remember how the the outro used to be. Do you remember what it was? It's been so long, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in, and uh, it's a Big and Blizz podcast. Your boy Big Mike and Blizzy signing out. Peace.